Kaya FM podcast. Kaya Talk on Kaya 959. On the street, on the air. We move on to our businesswoman on the move, uh, Nosizwe Nokwe Makamo. She is a well-seasoned businesswoman. She's held top positions at a number of big companies in South Africa, including Transnet. She's also sat on the board of uh, the airports company of South Africa. What's most interesting is that Makamo is very much involved in the oil and gas sector. She's currently the executive chair of Raise Africa Investments, looking at her education. She studied in Russia. She studied chemical engineering at the Gupkin Russia University of Oil and Gas. She also studied at the College of Petroleum Studies, which is part of uh, the University of Oxford. Of course, she's also studied here at home at Gibbs and Witz Business School. A very good evening to you, Nosiswe. Thank you so much for joining me. Good evening. Good evening to you and your listeners. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm going through this, uh, you know, through your through your profile and looking at your education. Was oil and gas always so intriguing to you? Yes, it actually was because mm-hmm. of the fact that for some reason, um, well, not for some reason, I ended up being very good at chemistry and physics when I was at school. And that's because my late mother was a chemistry teacher. Oh, very interesting. So then you obviously got a sense for it quite early on. Yes, yes, that's great. How has that, I mean, being, I mean, studying in in the sector and, you know, honing your skills in this industry, was it a challenge getting in, breaking into an industry that I think is still very male dominated? Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, the... the oil and gas industry um, is a male dominated industry. It's, as you know, it's quite an old industry. Mm-hmm. And it's been like that, male-dominated, for many years. But there are some green shoots gradually that are being seen throughout the industry. And when I say it's male-dominated, I'm talking about globally. I'm not talking only about South Africa. Oh, yes. Yeah. So there are some green shoots which are starting to happen. And women are starting to come through the system and are starting to take pole positions in areas which were, you know, originally um, uh, sort of um, uh, blocked to women. So, yes. There are some green shoots, but there's still a lot that needs to be done. And there are huge opportunities now that women can actually start to engage with simply because globally the the, the energy sector is in transition. And it's quite a formidable transition that is happening, major transition across the globe. And so there are starting to be opportunities which it would be really uh, important for women to position themselves to be able to take advantage of these opportunities. When you talk about women positioning themselves, I mean, how many women, uh, obviously you don't have, you know, the direct stats, but are we seeing a difference? Are we seeing a lot more women getting into studying this at university? So uh, the answer to that would be no. We aren't seeing enough women taking up the requisite uh, disciplines at university. And that is something that needs to be encouraged, I would say, by the, uh, uh, the directly, in fact, by all stakeholders, in particular, as well by the uh, companies that are involved in energy production and energy generation and generally involved in the, in, in the value chain of energy to actually take uh, bold steps to assist from a very early age to encourage girls to come through the system and take, you know, take technical uh, courses such that they can be able to uh, mm. feed that pipeline and gradually we'll start having more and more women coming through the pipeline. Tell me, how does this fit in with Raise Africa Investments? Is any part of that that is actually to help groom women and get into this industry through there? So Raise Africa Investments is a private equity fund, mm-hmm. which we recently uh, set up. 
and that fund is looking to invest in um, South African companies that have growth, that seek growth capital. So the fund itself is agnostic in terms of it doesn't mm. only support um, uh, businesses in the energy sector. We go, we support businesses in different sectors. Okay. But obviously, when we um, look at investing in companies that have growth potential, one of the things we'd like to be able to influence in that company is how they position themselves to assist women to come through the pipeline from, you know, as I said, from an early age. Because mm. we've got to catch You've got to catch them at an early age. You can't wait until it's a bit too late and they're already at tertiary. The idea is to actually bring them through the pipeline, let's say from um, a secondary school perspective when they start choosing their subject. And then you gradually work with them through to tertiary and then through into the um, um, into the job market. So, so that is our aim. Our aim is to be able to assist companies to influence and assist in that ma- in that manner. What is the take so far? What kind of feedback are you getting when you're talking to companies and saying, let's assist? Because right now we have a problem with science and maths and a bit of technology. So we, we there, there is a massive drive to push young women into, uh, into STEM, but it's not working the way we want it to work. So, you know, how much of the private sector is coming on board to assist? What is your feedback? Look, I think, I think, this is a um, a challenge that cannot be sorted or cannot be solved only by one aspect of society. It actually requires a concerted effort by the different stakeholders and different participants in society. Mm. So private sector on their own, if the schools or the education system is not allowing that to happen, they, 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 they can't do it on their own. The schools on their own also cannot, cannot uh, be able to successfully um, have an impact. It, it, it requires a concerted effort of all the stakeholders. But I don't know if you're aware mm. that I'm a member of uh, the, the advisory board of the Africa Energy Chamber, Yes, um, which is an advocacy organization that is trying to ensure that Africa is at the forefront of, of transformation in the energy sector. It brings together investors, governments, businesses, and, um, and communities to advance opportunities in the energy sector. So that's one of the things that you need to do is mm. to ensure that you're bringing all the sectors of, of society together to address these these uh, what do I call them, systemic systemic challenges that exist in society. So one of the uh, uh, one of the um, uh, uh, strong sort of advocacy points as well at the AEC, the African Energy Chamber, is the fact that you've got 50 percent of the population of the African continent or more, 50 percent or more, comprise women and girls. So it is. It just does not make sense that countries and companies are not taking advantage of the fact that 50% of their population can actually be developed to enhance, mm. um, you know, to enhance their success. Yeah. So it, it, looking at it at a, at a global perspective, that sort of would be the approach. But if you take it down to a micro level, it simply means that the policy directives, for example, that exist in South Africa are really very good. So it simply means that the implementation of those uh, uh, policy decisions has to be a concerted effort that each and every part of society is playing a role in. I do not think that it's very, as I said earlier, trying to ex- expect one sector of the population to do it, it's just not going to work because this is a real problem and it needs 
a joint effort in terms of trying to deal with this issue. Yeah, because I, I don't think there's, uh, you know, I don't think there's any dearth of young women that actually would love to go into the sector or have the academics to actually go into it. It's just providing that kind of opportunities and then you need to create that pipeline so it moves right down from, you know, primary to secondary to tertiary and then they move in that, in, in the sense that, in the way that you moved through school and educated yourself in this industry. Correct, correct. I think even the, you know, if we look at the energy sector, for example, mm-hmm. the energy sector currently, as I said, is going through this transition, which means that there are very new opportunities that are being uh, created because of mm-hmm. this transition. What does that mean? It means that already you're opening up very new uh, opportunities for women, and therefore it will be incumbent upon the stakeholders that I mentioned, like the you know the the, the, the business people companies, financiers, and so on, to ensure that these opportunities are first and foremost being offered to to young women or to female groups so that you can start, because it's a new industry, Mm. you can start seeing, you know, the the, the women coming into this new industry. So I think there is an opportunity, and I think society needs to embrace that opportunity, and I think women groups nationwide and even on the continent need to understand uh, these opportunities get together and take advantage of these opportunities because I think our generation, the next generation, will not forgive us, yep. you know, as the women, yep. if when there's a new uh, there's a new uh, industry coming, you know, uh, coming into play, that mm. we don't take advantage of these opportunities, we'll not be forgiven for that. So I think as women, we need to be able to uh, work together, strategize together, and cooperate together so that we can be able to uh, create a ground. So that the future generation of women is, is able to um, exploit, as I say, these new opportunities that are coming uh, onto the table because of this energy transition that we're going through globally and in South Africa as well. Yeah. In South Africa, I mean, concretely, energy, the energy provision is becoming decentralized. You know, mm. there are opportunities like the, um, you know, the, the, the renewable energy opportunities. There are renewable, renewables like the small-scale embedded generation where women groups can get together and, 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 and produce, let's say, between 1 to 10 megawatts of energy by using these small-scale embedded technologies. So there are new technologies coming. Um, NERSA, which is the, the regulating agency, has got um, 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 explanations and, and I think training. Not, they don't do the training. I think Saldo will do the training, but they, have, they can explain the process of how people can take advantage of these new opportunities. So it's quite an exciting time. And I think it would be really, really a remiss of us uh, as women who are in the energy sector, not to assist other women to be able to take advantage of these opportunities. Well, this is what your advocacy group is doing, but I think, yes. uh, you know, just to drive home the point that it really needs to start early, we need to make all of these opportunities available or at least create the awareness around it when um, these young women are in, in, you know, in secondary school so that they can actually take up the correct academics in order to get into these fields. Nosizwe, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for your time this evening. That was Nosizwe Nokwe Makamo, and she's the founding owner of Raise Africa Investments. Kaya Talk on Kaya 959. On the street, on the air. Kaya FM Podcast. Go to kayafm.co.za for more.